0: Before we get to it, make sure you follow us wherever you get your audio podcast. Just search FFSN, that's Rather Cavalier. Give us a five-star rating on Apple and Spotify. Also, check out our Cash shorts on the Noida's YouTube channel. Now let's get to it. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Welcome back. Oh, uh, yeah, man, how you doing? You good? I know you like that. Cleveland Cavalier fans, welcome back to another episode of the That's Rather Cavalier podcast on the Fans First Sports Network. Be sure to follow us, download, upload these audio podcasts wherever you listen to your audio podcasts, be it Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, wherever you listen to audio podcasts, try and check us out. we got a lot of great Cavalier content and other NBA content as well, some some nights We'll talk about anything. But, yeah, be sure to rock with us. I'm your boy, Tate. One of the three co-hosts of this channel, the Cleveland Cavalier—that's rather Cleveland Cavalier channel. Uh, the homies, Big G and Lil Relly, aren't here tonight, but I'm just here for a quick recap of the 117-101 victory of the, for the Cleveland Cavaliers over the San Antonio Spurs on the Spurs' home court. It was a great game tonight. A total team effort, per usual of the Cavs over this last five or six weeks since the beginning of December. Um, But three stood out more than than anyone else tonight. And those players would be Donovan Mitchell, Jared Allen, and Evan Mobley. Donovan Mitchell scored 31 points with eight rebounds and seven assists, was four of nine from three-point range, three of three from the line. And two blocks, two steals. Great defensive game for Donovan Mitchell. He did get ejected in the fourth quarter. Uh, he kind of retaliated for a dirty play that was done by the Spurs, Zach Collins. Donovan didn't like it, so both players were ejected sometime in the fourth. But the Cavs well well had the game had the game well in hand by that point. Um, they played most of the game, most of the second half anyway up. Anywhere from 12 to 20 points. Let's talk about Jared Allen, the great game he had. 26 points, 16 rebounds on 12 of 18 shooting. Two of two from the free throw line. Really solid game from Jared Allen. Uh, his consecutive double-double streak ended the other night against Detroit. Um, where he got hurt. Where he got hurt in the in the uh second half, early third quarter. He did have already have his double double in hand at halftime, but they uh reevaluated some of the stats, went over some of the stats at halftime. They took a rebound away from him. So he went from 10 rebounds to nine rebounds. And when he got hurt, he never got a chance to get that other rebound to continue his double-double streak. But he started another one up tonight. Like I said. With twenty six and sixteen, monster effort by Jared Allen. But the player that I and I think most people will be most in, most uh, surprised with, happy with, not surprised—we know he's capable of it. Evan Mobley. Evan Mobley still on the minute restrictions. This is returning for his second game, coming back from injury from his uh, knee scope. In those 24 minutes that he played tonight, he scored 28 points, grabbed 10 boards, shooting 11 of 15 from the field, 3 of 3 from the three-point line, and 3 of 4 from the free-throw line. Man, what an incredible factor to have both your bigs play at such a high level with Donovan Mitchell just really having the average game. Spider was doing what Spider does. He wasn't doing much. I mean 31, 8, and 7 is a great game, but it's about average for him, about what close to what he does. Like I said, the big game is when your your two bigs combine for 54 points and 26 rebounds. That's that's crazy. That's incredible. If we can get that kind of performance from both of them going throughout the rest of the season, not not even on that high level, but they both have really, really good games tonight. Really, really good games. But if they both just have good games good games. We're talking about the Cavs being even more formidable than we thought they would, thought they were going to be. Uh Darius Garland only contributed 4 points, 3 rebounds, 4 assists in 23 minutes. But that's okay. I mean, DG will get back in the groove, start hitting some of those three-point shots. He was one of He was over two from the three-point line, one and three from the field. Uh but like I said, he had 4 assists. And, and 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 it'll come. It's different for a guard, I feel like. A little more difficult. You got to get a, a different kind of rhythm. And we're looking for DG to get that rhythm. And when that comes and we work the pieces in like they're supposed to, supposed to be worked, man, the Cavs could be scary. Like I said, we already moved up to third place in the Eastern Conference. So uh, Philly, Joel Embiid is hurt for an undetermined amount of time. So they're dropping. They're down to five now. The New York Knicks lost tonight, which is how we got up to third. They lost a game to the Lakers. The Madison Square Garden it was on national TV. It was a really good game. Um, Going back to the cast, Karis LeVert, 25 minutes off the bench, scored 10 points, five rebounds, and six assists. Really good game from Karis. Solid game. Let's say solid game. Not what, not even what he usually contributes in the point department, but the five rebounds and six assists was were golden. Isaac Okoro, 25 minutes, seven points, one rebound, two assists. Uh, George Niang had two off the bench. Sam Murrow came in in 14 minutes, hit one three, only had three points. But with such a dominant game, again, from Mitchell, Allen, and Mobley, I mean, what everybody else did contributed just enough to get us this W. So I'm pleased with the performance. Uh, I tell you what, if you're listening right now on audio, we're going to go ahead and hear a few messages from our partners. And we'll be right back after this to to hear from Coach JB Bickerstaff and close this thing out. So just stay with us. We'll be right back after this. And we're back on the That's Rather Cavalier podcast. I'm your boy Tate, aka Tate Boy Fresh, one of, like I said, one of the three co-hosts on the That's Rather Cavalier podcast. Flying at you solo tonight to just you know uh, kind of put a put a bow on the 117 101 win over the San Antonio Spurs. They elevated elevated the Cavs to third place in the Eastern Conference tonight. Um, we kind of talked about the game and the players' contributions in this game. Now let's let let's hear real quick from Coach JB Bickerstaff and his post-game comments. Then we'll get back and talk about the next game and get you out of here real quick. Here's JB Bickerstaff, coach of the Cleveland Cavaliers.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, he's he was aggressive. Um, you know, I, I love to see him shooting the threes with confidence. Um, you know, I do think there was a little bit of a message being sent to everybody. Um, our big guys are pretty good. Uh, between him and J.A., the job that they did tonight, uh, I think they stepped up. Uh, they wanted to prove a point as well. I don't know. <laughs> what impressed you most about just the way you guys executed the game plan, you know, from the, the paint points advantage to just how you guys played? I, I think we did a, a great job just trying to continue to build on uh, what's important to us and what we value. Um, you know, I thought we did a great job of attacking the paint. We did a great job of creating open shots for each other. Uh, they all didn't go, but we just played basketball the right way. Um, you know, we competed our tails off, played together, played selfless basketball um, as Cavs hoops.
0: 31 assists I think, uh, 31 assists 10, uh, 31 assists 10 turnovers, can you talk about how
1: Yeah, I mean, we again, that that's what we want to do. Um, I know it sounds simple, um, but we just want to throw the ball to the open man as much as we possibly can. And if you throw the ball to the open man with this team, uh, it's going to end up in the hands of somebody who's really good at basketball. So, uh, you know, if you throw it early, uh, you don't get in crowds, you know, you don't put yourself in position to turn the ball over. And for us, if we have the opportunity, you know, to set our defense, you know, we know how good we can be. So value on the ball, uh, sharing the ball is extremely important to us uh, it was a dirty ass play Um, you know the kid was upset um, at a play that happened before and he retaliated which was bullshit on his part Um, and Donovan you know did what Donovan does he stood up for himself Um, you know I think it's you know I understand the rule but if a guy takes a cheap shot on you uh, again you should be able to protect yourself Um, but that was a dirty ass play
0: Part of the game plan to get evidence.
1: I mean, again, we just want to throw the ball to the guy that's open. Uh, so we don't go into a game saying, you know, this guy has to do this, this guy has to do that. But what this group does is a great job of realizing uh, who's got it going and how they can feature them. And I thought that's what uh, unselfish basketball looks like: is like you got it going, a guy's got it. Like let's do whatever we can to hunt and get that guy opportunities because you know he's rolling. And I think um, you know that's what happened tonight. Jimmy, what signs are you looking for that tell you that Evans getting back to his old self? Uh, tonight was a was a good one. Um, you know, again, it's just how he's moving. Um, you know, how he's participating in what we're doing on both sides of the ball. Um, you know, his ability tonight to shoot the three with confidence. Um, you know, attack the rim, make the mid range. Like there wasn't much that he wasn't um, able to do tonight. And you know, I think he's showing that in 24 minutes. You know, 28 and 10. Uh, that ain't bad. When he plays like this, obviously it's not going to be every single night. But when he does, what does that do for you guys? Well, I mean, it just gives us, you know, another weapon. Um, you know, he, he just there's so many things that he can do, and he's just so dynamic. It just makes defenses have to make really difficult decisions. Uh, you got choices to make, you know what I mean, when a guy's rolling like that, when a guy, you know, now do you go double him, you know, he's an elite playmaker. Um, you let him one-on-one, you know, he gets the job done. So uh, just, you know, an extra weapon. Um, but I thought he was dominant tonight.
0: Well, there you have it. J.B. Bickerstaff pretty much confirms everything that we've, Previously said that we talked about thus far in the game. Talked about Dom Mitchell was defending himself against Zach Collins. JB said Zach Collins was on some bullshit, man. So I don't know. Like I said, the Cast get out of here with a victory, trending in a super positive direction. This is 12 out the last 13 uh wins out the last 13 games. We go on Monday night. We got we're off tomorrow or today now. You probably listen to this today. We're off Sunday. We go Monday night back home. Rocket Mortgage Arena. We play the Sacramento Kings, currently 29 and 16, ranked fifth in the Western Conference. Always a battle with those guys. Ex-Cleveland coach Mike Brown coaches them. Uh real, really been a really, really good team the past couple years. We played them once already, I believe, on our first West Coast road trip. We were in the game for a while, then the defense just stopped playing, and we gave up a gazillion points in the fourth quarter and end up losing that game against Sacramento. So the way I look at it is we owe them one, right? So We're going to go have them at our house, try and get them. I believe with a day's rest, both Garland and Mobley will play. Like the other night, Garland, I mean, Mobley didn't play the back-to-back. JB's been kind of monitoring their minutes. With the day off today, Sunday, and not playing again till Monday evening, I think they both will play. So we'll see how that goes. And we're looking forward to this game. Looking forward to the Cavs to keep on rolling. Like I said, we're looking for the Cavs to keep on rolling. And is there anything else? Um, we covered the – the win over the Spurs tonight. We know what's happening on Monday as the Cavs host the Kings. So, yeah, I think it's about time to get out of here. The Trade deadline is Thursday, Thursday, coming February 8th. So not sure if the Cavs will make a move with every move with everything going so well right now, but we'll definitely have our ear to the ground. Listen to hear from, uh, Kobe Altman, see if the Cavs are, want to make any moves. I mean, I, I don't think any huge moves are potentially what's going to happen. I think maybe some smaller around the per, peripheral, around the edges moves might happen. Um, maybe you could move Dean Wade and Ty Jerome's contract and a couple of those second-round picks for something. But I don't think anything super major will happen. But, we'll, but the Cavs have been playing well with all the pieces that they have. And a lot of those have been injured. So maybe we just stand pat and see what we have going into the rest of the season. I think the Cavs could be huge players in the buyout market once some of these once the trade deadline comes and goes and some of these veterans get released. Uh Kyle Lowry, could we use a more experienced backup point guard for you know going into the playoffs? When you think about that, I like Craig Porter Jr., but he doesn't have an experience like someone like Kyle Lowry. You could pick up. There's word on the street that uh Dougie Buckets, Doug McDermott will be released from the San Antonio Spurs. Could we use another three or four that can shoot? You know, especially if we particularly look at moving Dean Wade and then Joe Harris could become available. There are different pieces that, that can become available that the Cavs could be interested in. And we'll, we'll know more about all this as the week comes to an end going into the next, next weekend. So, for the That's Rather Cavalier podcast. I'm your boy Tate. Be sure to, like I said at the beginning, be sure to to follow, like, subscribe, download some of these uh, audio podcasts. Tell a friend to tell a friend. If they're Cavalier fans, if they're NBA fans, rock with us. This is what we do. So again, until next time, I'm your boy Tate, and this is the Death Rather Cavalier podcast on the Fans First Sports Network. We're going to get out of here. Holla at your boy. Peace. My life, been grinding all my life, sacrifice, hustle, pay the price.